Hi, this is Lauren Engel of Sidewalk Talk. We do a lot of interviews with EDM artists, pop artists, rappers, and people in the industry, letting you know what they do behind the scenes. Also, make sure to follow us on Instagram and Twitter through the handle Sidewalk Talk Show. Hope you guys enjoy. Hi, this is Lauren Engel of Sidewalk Talk. Today, I'm here with Jenna Andrews. <laughs> Leaf that we're trying to duck under. I was like, almost got killed by a leaf. <laughs> so originally born in Calgary, or yeah, Calgary. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Are your parents originally from there. Oh my god, I can't believe I just said I was born in Calgary. I can't even. I was literally born in Edmonton. I was like, oh. yeah, I'm born in Calgary. I was born in Edmonton. I lived there for the first five years of my life. Then so Calgary, you moved for your parents' job to Calgary. Um, actually, yeah. That's so funny. That's. That you just knew that it was a job. I was like, it, I'm like, was it? It was actually, yeah. My dad yeah. got a job at the. My dad's um, a professor in psychology, so he got oh, it. Uh-oh. He was he started at the U of A in Edmonton, and then he got a job at U of C. Oh, so, yeah. So, but honestly, Edmonton is like so. It's probably like a. I want to say it's like a 10 hour drive. It's not much. Might even be shorter. I want to mm-hmm. say. It's very close. It's yeah. the same cowboy spirit, Edmonton, Calgary. Can we just like three? Oh, oh my wait, God. there's so many. Wait, there's like five. There's five dogs in there. That's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> and what career is your mom in? Um, she's a teacher. Oh, yeah. So they're so both they're, kind of in academics. Yes, exactly. Which is really funny that I ended up in music. Yeah. But, Where do you, you think know. got your creative side from? To be honest, like. It's it's interesting because I feel like as I always say that like as a songwriter it's so it, the psychology aspect of it is such a big mm, thing you know yeah. like learning about people and kind of like trying to connect to their lives and I feel like having that like my dad being doing that but also He's also actually writes books and he does oh, a bunch wow. of things. And my mom's actually super creative. She actually like is an artist too. Like, oh, like, like on the painting? side. Just, yeah. Wow, so I feel cool. like that's probably what, but I think the psychology aspect of it, my dad's like super outgoing mm-hmm. and like super good with people. So I also think that could be a, yeah. a link potentially. Mm-hmm. What kind of music were they playing in the house? Um, like Billie Holiday. Johnny Hathaway. My my dad not so much. My dad's like an avid country lover. Oh. <laughs> um, but my mom loved like jazz and R&B, which is where I got like my musical oh, instincts. Okay. Yeah. I mean, honestly, like as um as a kid, I remember like my favorite like thing to do with her is to drive for like hours and just listen to music and mm-hmm. like it would just and honestly like to me the reason why I fell in love with R&B is because of her musical taste. So yeah, I guess that's really how it all came about. Mm-hmm. Um, I yeah. mean, yeah. I literally started like playing the piano when I was five. So. Oh. Uh, <laughs> were you taking lessons and stuff? They bought me like a keyboard when I when I was like literally five, and I started playing it, and they were like, "Oh wait, you're actually talented." And then they put me in lessons right away. <laughs> they were like, "Oh, okay, I get it. I get it. I know what's happening here." Do you remember um, the first CD you bought? Oh God, that's a good question. What was it? Oh, first CD, you know what? I think Mariah Carey. Oh. Yeah, I honestly think Mariah Carey. She was like, massive inspo. Yeah. Old school Mariah, nothing better. <laughs> yeah, that's that's like music box and like, I mean, I love those that like, I mean, between like Mariah and Brandy, those mm. are like, like R&B yeah. inspo. Yeah. <laughs> 
How do you describe your personality back then growing up? Oh, pretty much like now. I'm like, <laughs> like I have so much energy, like I can't. Actually, to be honest, that's the thing that's funny about it because I, people always ask me, they're like, how do you have so much energy? Mm -hmm. And I don't, like it's just literally genetic. That's why I'm always thinking, like I do think it plays a big role in creativity as well. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Because yeah. I think for me, like creative people are either very, as you probably, like they're either very like, quiet mm -hmm. and insular yeah. or very extroverted. It's so true. Do you know what I mean? And so for me, like, I think I'm a bit of both. Like, I'm naturally extroverted around people, but I'm also, like, I can be insular, but, like, in a different way. Does that mm -hmm. make sense? But I think as a human, like, I've always been so... I'm just, like, energetic and excitable and, like, yeah. I just think, like, constantly inspired by a bunch of stuff. Mm -hmm. And I've been like that forever. Whoa. Like, literally, I remember, like... Like my whole life, people are like, oh my God, you're bouncing off the walls. <laughs> I, I'm like, at this point, I'm like, oh, it's just me. Yeah. Right? It's funny. Do you realize that music would, your, would be your career when you're like back then growing up? Oh my God, yes, literally. Because I remember I have this like funny thing at like a, a school, like in elementary school, like, what do you want to be when you grow up? And I was like, I'm going to be a singer or an astronaut. <laughs> like two very different things and I was like so clearly the singer musician side of things made a lot more sense than the astronaut mm -hmm. clearly I was like NASA I'm not you don't want me I'll probably like ruin your whole thing I'll be Bruh. Um, but no I, I literally I, I think to be honest it's it's always as a kid I mean it's hard to know like where obviously to be like where you'll end up in music mm. do you know what I mean but I think I absolutely knew from a young age that like I couldn't see myself doing anything else yeah do you know but I mean? do you know anyone around you who's who are doing music or for their career because it's kind of like your parents didn't know much about it I don't know like you know what it is I always had this like very um thing about me that was like for good or for bad it's like this like very like dream like when like like I always explain it to people like it's like you believe Santa Claus exists like I always think mm. that like there's ma there's like a magic yeah. and I always like I have this weird sense of like believing in magic I know I sound so crazy but I always thought like no matter what I felt passionate and that was it that it would just happen I was like I didn't even question it because mm. do you know what I mean because I yeah. felt like it was so innately who I was and it felt so much like even now thinking about it I'm like oh my god like it's crazy to think that I've never done anything else in my life yeah. Do you know what I mean? So I think that I always sort of had that, but also, I will say that like my parents definitely always were very supportive. Oh, always. They were always like, like, and not really like stage parents either. More so like very supportive if that was something that I chose to do. So when I graduated high school, I ended up going to college for a year for journalism broadcast, which is so funny. Yeah. And Did you like? Huh? Were you into journalism or was it kind of out of the blue? So basically, it's kind of funny. So going back to like being in Calgary um, and having not a lot of like exposure to like other things going on in the music industry, it was more like, okay, this is a good way to like break into like entertainment in mm -hmm. my opinion, right? So when I was like, I think probably like around 15, I started interning at radio stations just oh. to like work the board and meet people yeah. and just like, be around the the industry so to me it wasn't about journalism per se but I love to write and I and I just was a hustler so like I would be doing that at the same time like selling tickets to like artists that would be coming in town just so I could open mm. for them so I'd be like oh I'll sell you like 500 tickets if I yeah. can open 
So I was just like very much like a super hustler from a young age. In terms of like my parents being supportive, like for instance, it was them being like, you know, I think they encouraged me to go to school, but even if it was for music, they were down. But I think I was like, oh cool, like maybe I'll try mm. journalism if that makes sense to sort of break into the industry. But I did that and was like, no, I'm, I'm out. And so <laughs> I, I did it actually probably in school for six months. And then I went, I moved to Vancouver and did like another year or so online. Um, and I interned at like, like all these like crazy, like CTV and global, like all the biggest like stations in Canada. Mm -hmm. And actually, to be honest, I met a lot of cool people and got good experience in, in the music sort of way, but they always just, basically what I'm saying is supported me to go into this lane, you know? Yeah. And this stuff, to be honest, like even in the journalism world, as you know, I'm sure it's mm -hmm. like, it's so intertwined in the entertainment yeah. business, you know what I mean? Yeah. And it is so, such a form of creativity in a way. Should we go have lunch? <laughs> There's like all these kids here. Should we have a bologna sandwich? How do I make sort of what my surroundings work? You know, I'm in Calgary. There's not a lot of people in it, but like, let me find the people that are and let me find as many little pockets or avenues to get to where I want to be. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And, I, and like I said, my parents always supported it. So I feel like I always like, in that sense, was like such, had such a, what's it called? Like, um, your vision, or, but yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, I never like was like, oh, this couldn't happen. Mm -hmm. So I was never like, oh, like this is my backup plan too. I was always like, very much like, I'm fucking doing this. Yeah, you know? I love that. And then yeah. what was the next step after that? Um, after Vancouver. Yeah, or like, how did you get more into the music, yeah. music side? So, basically, I moved to Vancouver, and I I started just working with a bunch of like producers in that scene and sort of getting to know people and I ended up signing like a production deal there and Did you already have stuff out to like No, no so I didn't So they just completely trusted you? Yeah, pretty much yeah. I mean, it was like I had met them actually through a concert that I opened up for in Calgary oh. Yeah, so through a concert promoter I met a producer and I went and sort of um, so I, I went sort of on a on like a, a whim and I was like, oh my god, this is this I'm just gonna freaking go for it. Mm -hmm. And um and then I started like an open mic night when I was in Vancouver and got oh. all these like you know, it's actually funny because um I met a bunch of like friends that I have now through that open mic night, like um my friend Carly Ray Jepson, she used to play at it. No way. Um yeah, it's so funny, like how small the world is. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? Like when you in music, like it's so funny to think like yeah when you end up doing it as a career, how many people actually stay in touch, mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. But um, but anyway, so I did a production deal there and how it all sort of unfolded and sort of happened for me, really it was, it sounds crazy, but MySpace. I put like a oh. song on MySpace, this guitar song that I had on my project um, that at the time, I was of course a starving musician, trying to make it, trying to make it work. And for Christmas, I wrote my parents a song, mm -hmm. and like that was literally the present. And it was like just like an acoustic song. I wrote it on the beach, threw it up on MySpace, and that's how my manager had found me. It was uh, this guy Chris Smith um, out of Toronto. So I ended up moving to Toronto, mm -hmm. and um, shortly after, signed a deal with Def Jam. Oh. As an artist, yeah, just through MySpace. How funny yeah. is that? And then, how did you get more into the 
writing for other people or oh. you were how long were you doing your like putting out music as an artist oh my god like for like six or seven years yeah i was looking on spotify <laughs> yeah is that crazy yeah so like you did that before six or seven years before you started writing for other people oh wow yeah i've been i've been like do i've done a lot of different stuff now it's like funny i feel like as a creative i've sort of had my hands in a lot of different yeah like piles but basically what happened was so i was signed until like 2014 and then i it's funny because um the canadian connection the first real like group that i wrote with for the most part as a songwriter was this, these guys magic jordan mm -hmm. um so i had a friend of mine hit me up and was like oh can you you know can you want to help right on this and and uh and they were just starting out so i was like so i basically like went to toronto for six months and just like posted up with them and like oh did gosh, that did a so whole cool. project with them and i just realized that i was like wait i love this yeah. i was like this is so cool because for me as an artist i i love being an artist but and i do like touring but i felt that that was the part and i like performing but i love being in the studio yeah. You know, like, I love creating a vision. I love, like, imagining the whole, like, thing. And I, and I just, and I know that, like, for me as an artist, like, being an artist is so, like, all-encompassing. You have to, like, so and I think that it's so much. I could never, I don't even sing, but I could never be an artist. <laughs> well, it's just that, like, if I wanted to do all this other stuff, it's like you couldn't. Yeah. I don't see it that way, because it's like your stage, you just have to think that you constantly have to, like, eat, breathe, sleep, all that shit. Not yeah. that I don't do that with what I do now, but I have so many other interests and I love being a part of, I didn't realize how much I love to help on other people's stuff. Mm -hmm. And I think when I did that project, it was a major page turner for me. Cause I was like, wow, like, oh, I like was like, <laughs> um, I really love this. Yeah. And I think that this could be a really cool, you know, direction for me career wise. And I think that for me as an artist, people ask me, like, oh, you're still gonna do it. And it's not like you stop being an artist, yeah. but it's just different. Like, for me, like, I love, obviously, like, Pharrell's career, or like, mm. Sia, like, people that, like, you, you can still do songs and feature on stuff or do whatever, but you can you can sign artists and you can, you know, have, break like, you can have a bigger yeah. kind of, like, a different kind of career, you yeah. know? You don't have to stay on the road 24 seven, mm -hmm. which is what I wasn't, like, wanting to do as much, yeah. you know? So, so that's really how it started, and then I just started doing, like, you know, a bunch of sessions for, you know. Were they flying you out to LA, or was it mostly in Canada when you did all these for the Magic stuff? Oh, it was, like after that. Oh, for like just different artists. Yeah. Okay. Like so, the period right after that. Yeah. So the period right after that was like writing for a bunch of different people, um, and that was like I was living in. So I had already moved to New York because when oh. I was signed to the Def Jam, I was living. They moved oh. me to New York. So I, I went back to Toronto to do that project, but then when, just in terms of like starting to write for a bunch of other things, I uh, was coming to LA. I would just be going back from New York to LA. Mm. I still do that. Yeah, I live in New York and in LA. Oh my gosh. Um, so, so yeah, just like a bunch of different stuff. And I like, you know, like 
during that time it was like Jesse J, Tori Kelly, Were they putting JoJo. you in all these sessions or? Yeah, so I signed a publishing deal. Yeah. And then, yeah, they basically they just started putting me in a bunch of sessions for other artists. I thought like for a bigger artist, did you need to have like more songs out before you're in certain sessions with certain people or they just had the connections? Well, or was Jessie J already at the top of her? Yeah, she her, was. Yeah. She was. I so mean, they just were placing you in these big sessions from the onset? You know what it was? It was like, I think being an artist myself, it's also like the, the all the stuff that I had gone on as an mm. artist. Artists like to work with other yeah. artists. So they like, so it's it's also like, there's a thing about, you know, like even now doing it, like having my own artist, like I, I realize that like artists love the chemistry between other artists sometimes because it's a different perspective yeah. to just people that haven't been artists before. Mm -hmm. So that was another reason I think some artists really like liked the fact that I, you know, yeah. been an artist and stuff like that. But then I started gaining a bunch of different credits and um, J-Lo or, you know. Actually, how did the J-Lo come about? So J-Lo came about, Wait, how did that come about? I was working with DJ Mustard on something and she had come in and, and she had heard something and we just totally got along and it was like, um, and she just texted me and she's like, come over, we should do, and so I started working on stuff and she actually loved this one song. I had a side project um, at, what point, at one point called like Shay Leone and she put one of our songs in Shades of Blue. Oh, yeah. oh my god. Yeah, so she, we were like, I mean, she, I love her. She's like, she is such an amazing boss, like everything. She's such mm -hmm. an amazing person, great, incredible talent, like freaking goals, you know what yeah. I mean? Um, but no, she was really, really cool. So we actually like created a lot of stuff and like worked together like quite a bit mm -hmm. for like a year or something oh, wow. like that. Um, How about working with Diplo? How did that happen? So that happened. So I was working with... Um, you know the band Perry? Yeah. So I so I worked a lot with the band Perry and um, back to my country roots. Calgary is a very, you know, country town <laughs> and I love, I do love country music in the end, I really do. And uh, so I was working with the band Perry a lot and he, he loves country so that we did a session with, with him, with the band Perry. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's actually a song that I still really love, so I hope it comes out at one point, because it actually didn't come out, yeah. the one that we did, but it's one of my like favorite songs. So, so yeah, I'm like, oh, guys, put it out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, and then what happened with Drake? You produced or you wrote? Yeah, so basically, I've known Drake for like years. Back to the Magic Jordan thing, he's actually signed to Drake's label, or Magic is signed to Drake's label, OVO. And so we we did a song on his EP that Drake sampled on his song You and the Six. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so that's how that happened. Yeah. yeah, so it was just all weaved in the same thing. Back mm -hmm. to like the whole thing about how, you know, it's like the industry's so connected mm -hmm. some way or another, you know what I mean? Yeah. So it's like very much like that's why it's good to keep good relationships. Yeah. Don't fuck with people. Yeah. <laughs> um, and how about with Dua Lipa? So Dua, I actually didn't, I've only worked with like a couple times and none of the songs that we actually wrote have come out. But there is one song that I like really love and I, I uh, hopefully at some point she puts it out. But she is, I actually met her, I've, met, I've worked with, actually no, I'm just now remembering. I worked with her before, like, long time ago when she oh, was first starting out too no yeah 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 like probably like i want to say like five years ago wow yeah i'm so happy for her she is like killing it mm -hmm. it's so it's so bossed up yeah i respect it it's so dope and, and her I, voice is yeah. amazing 
How do you get more into the A&R stuff? Yeah, so basically like, funny, another funny story is that, so Barry Weiss, who mm. I consult for on the, yeah. on the, on the label side of things, um, he was, so when I was signed to Island Def Jam, LA Reid signed me, but then when LA left, Barry came on and he was my oh, label president. That's how I met him. Okay. Isn't that funny? Yeah. So years later, Barry had asked me to go in. So I was working with Banks and Barry was interested in signing Noah Cyrus. And at the time, Noah really liked Banks. So I started writing with Noah and we really connected. They ended up doing a deal with Noah. Mm -hmm. And so I just ended up like, being her main collaborator, like vocal yeah. production, songwriting, all this stuff. And then then I started working, I had already been working with Lennon Stella, who I know mm -hmm. you know. Yeah, um, I interviewed. <laughs> I know, I, I, I saw you guys' interview, it was so cute. Um, but so I had met Lennon um, probably when she, yeah, I met her when she was 14 actually. Oh, uh, yeah. So, on the show. Right, exactly. So I was writing with her for her, her and her sister, Lennon Amazie. Yeah. And when oh. we had met, um, obviously her being Canadian, um, and her mom is like the most amazing, cool person, and Maisie's obviously amazing. And we just got along from like the Canadian mm -hmm. connection too. Like, it's this Canadian thing. It's like, it, it, it's a thing. Um, but, so we just really, you know, musically and also just as people really always got along. And I think that, um, Fast forward a couple years when she decided she wanted to do a solo project, um, we we reconnected and she, you know, I it was one of those things where I was like working with no I just started working on a bigger level with Noah and I and, and obviously the records company had started with Barry and I was like this could be really cool mm -hmm. to bring Lennon to yeah. this indie label records where she can mm -hmm. have all this attention and I also feel like I love working back to what yeah. I was saying, I love working with artists on the big scheme mm -hmm. of things and helping to create a vision. Yeah. Like it's literally my favorite thing to Actually, do. Actually, yeah, for developing artists, but does I that love, entail? that's my favorite. Yeah. It, for me, it entails everything. It's like, it's, it's everything down from like, the songwriting to the vocal production to to like connecting them with relationships mm -hmm. like to me I've you know I've been doing this for like 10 years so it's like I know and I've also been an artist I've, I've I'm you know I'm obviously a songwriter I've like I've been on a lot of different yeah. sides of the business so I also know a lot of different people mm -hmm. so I'm able to like you know connect her with people that she wouldn't otherwise know and like also like as a songwriter, it's different. Like you're not just like looking at people's credits. You're also yeah. like, I've literally written with them. Yeah. So I'm able to be like, oh, this person would love Lennon mm -hmm. or you know what I mean? So for me, that's a really cool key part of A&R because, and it's more so like, in my opinion, sort of like what Quincy Jones did back in the day. It's yeah. like a true musician, mm -hmm. you know what I mean? Cause I think for me, the, our, my relationship with Lennon is so, I don't know, it's so spiritual and deep and I feel like musically we've always been on the same page and I feel like it's not it's it's not just like on paper, it's really like, oh, it's the full, we just feel it. We're like, okay, this person will be amazing with you or this sound or this like combination, like we're just so mm. on this, it's like, yeah. it's like a relationship, you mm -hmm. know? And I think for me, she was the first person that I was like, okay, I really want to develop her and I fucking believe that she's the biggest star. Yeah. And I, like, I know it. And I think that's when, I didn't even mean to do A&R necessarily. I was just like, I want to develop her. I don't know what word that means, but I'm just going to do it. Mm -hmm. So I use 
you know, just like, cool. Let me, let me think of this idea for her. Why don't you try doing this song? Why don't you try working with this person? Because even though she was working with me as a songwriter, I just wanted her to have the best songs and the best relationships, the best whatever. So I wasn't, I was just thinking of it as a whole. And then it just ended up like turning into what it's become, mm -hmm. you know? And so I ended up then going back to Barry, um, bringing her to Barry. And it just seemed like such a, a good fit. Mm -hmm. And it was like, the perfect um oh by the way oh my god i literally just called somebody i don't know how long they were oh, listening yeah. oh my god that was so funny <laughs> um but 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 yeah like it just ended yeah. up being like the perfect fit to bring her to barry and then and then we upstreamed it through columbia so she gets mm -hmm. all like the the major label resources and all that stuff but then she gets like a really cool family within us mm -hmm. and and that's when barry was like do you want to be like a full-on yeah. consultant for records? I was like, oh, I never really thought of doing this, but it could be yeah. really cool. So that's how I ended up doing it. It was literally just by accident. Mm -hmm. But Lennon is, I always tell people that, that was like the first artist that I really, that really put that light bulb off on me where I was like, oh, I could really do this. Yeah. Like, about, this is really cool. How about with Lauren? So I just started working with Lauren Haregi and uh, it's actually pretty new. Like, we've been doing it for like the past like I guess like a couple months and we again we had written before and I just for me it was very much the point where like I just like you just have that connection with people mm -hmm. that's what it is right is that's what it, you're like okay can I do this like am I like can I because this this is like it's more than even being a songwriter you have to literally I said about being an artist and having like the breathe eat sleep mentality like when you're working with an artist on the music side you literally have to be thinking of them yeah. every set like oh this would be really cool for them mm -hmm. and if you don't love them that much you shouldn't yeah. be doing it like if i wouldn't be like wanting to listen to their music like yeah. on repeat then i shouldn't be like and to me That's when so i heard true. her voice i was like i could i love this and i know mm -hmm. that we could freaking conquer the world so i was like so it's been like a couple months but i believe in her so much i think she's amazing and uh yeah, so I'm just like super pumped to like have these like amazing new young female artists that I can like help. And it's also really cool because going back to like when I was doing my artist thing, I would have loved to have like mm -hmm. like a younger, like bigger sister to oh, look You know what I mean? So Not true. to say, but yeah. I just think that it's so valuable in this industry because there's not a lot of it, like in the sense of on the business side. Because mm -hmm. I'm obviously a musician, but I can also like help them with things that like I would have wanted help yeah. with do you know what I mean yeah. so I feel like it's like it's also like a really cool um like I almost think that it's like this void in me like I really enjoy it it makes me feel so like fulfilled to mm. be able to like like do something because I, I could tell you I could tell you the countless amount of times that I wish because I mean I'm not saying that I'm like this like hardcore feminist or like I'm like I don't like <laughs> men like it's not that it's, it's different. just that like it's like hard to trust to yeah, and it's yeah. hard to trust them as much. I just have to admit, like yeah. as a young female coming up, it's like you have to like you want people to be so open, but if you're too open, yeah. then it's like oh, it might be you know what I mean. Yeah. So like like to have the ability to be that vulnerable, but be able to like be free and not feel like oh, am I saying the right thing? Am mm. I putting myself in an uncomfortable position? Yeah. It's kind of amazing, you know yeah. what I mean. So so I end up having these like beautiful relationships with with them and it just feels like the music is better for it what would you say have been the most challenging times in your life 
honestly probably but right before I moved to Toronto when I was in Vancouver I was going through a lot and uh, also like not for nothing like it's hard to be a struggling musician when you have like no money yeah. and like I literally and to be honest like it was more of like a prideful thing to be like you know of course you can ask your parents but then you don't mm -hmm. want to admit that like you yeah. need help or you can't do it so I feel like that was really hard because you're like okay like some days you literally just being like dead ass honest like I'd have like ten dollars for like the week and you're like mm -hmm. how am I gonna like live and I don't want to like so like that was really challenging I think like for sure in, in terms of my music career so but it's very humbling now to be like wow that's really cool to like come that. from that you yeah. know um, but yeah and I think that and also like relationship drama then and it was just like that particular year and I think that was like when was that was, it was literally towards the beginning of my career like now that I'm here obviously like it was like literally 10 years ago but that was such a turning point moving from Vancouver to Toronto like I remember just like being on the total like oh shit oh actually no that's not true the other one was when I got dropped from, from Def Jam no obviously I'd been signed there for like six and a half years it's a yeah. long fucking time you know what I mean so and I think that my entire identity lied within being an artist and mm -hmm. that was like literally like to me I had moved to New York from Canada like in my mind this was my life you know what I mean yeah. so I and it was actually crazy because I remember I did a showcase and I and like literally I was like not even ex like the next day I like got a call being like oh they're, they're actually gonna drop you now and I was like oh what gosh. and like literally was like so surprised because I had done since I'd been on the label I had done like you know a ton of different showcases and I like they were you know and there was other times where I actually wanted to get off the label and they wouldn't you know they wouldn't let me out it was like it, you know it's like the classic being yeah. shoved like whatever story but I think anyway whenever it actually happened it was funny because that was funny enough when Barry came on board I actually put out an EP that I really loved but at that point it was just like so much of it like the market like so many things weren't right behind it but I remember just not necessarily like feeling like okay we're sort of on the right path creatively but then it just was a lot of other things that didn't line up but anyway that being said when I left it was just like you know it's like it's one of those things where you're like oh my god my entire life yeah. is changing when you're when you do this for real so much of your identity is that like especially someone like me because I don't really have hobbies you know what mm -hmm. I mean like this is yeah, like everything everything to me so I feel like I put so so much of this so when it when this when it happened I was like fuck but then literally like it was like a week later where my friend hit me and was like you want to come work with with Magic and I was just like so everything happens yeah. for a reason you know what I mean mm -hmm. and I was like oh okay and it was actually so cool to like work on someone else's project that had less pressure because when it's your music you put so much a yeah. different kind of pressure on it you know what i mean so so those were like two massively hard like times in my music mm -hmm. career yeah, yeah for sure yeah what does love mean to you <sighs> love wow yeah. <laughs> good question um love is like i mean love is everything isn't it it's yeah. like Love is like, like, uh, as much as unconditional can be, it's like that feeling of like being, uh, I don't want to say being like safe, but it's just like 
true love really does, I guess that does mean that to me, is like that feeling where you just know that person like fucks yeah. with you no matter what. No matter what, yeah. You know what I mean? Like you could, and that's so rare. Cause you know, like as, especially like, in our industry, it's like there's so many times you have to be on and like, okay, if I say the wrong thing, will they like, mm -hmm. you know? And I think that with love, you could like be the, cre like, it doesn't even matter what you do, but they will fuck with yeah. you, you know? And I really think that's love, friendship included. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? Like yeah. if, if you have a friend that like truly fucks with you, there's nothing that like, unless you did something that was like cruel or whatever, mm -hmm. but like for the most part, you can be, like totally yourself and feel the freedom that like they won't judge you last question yeah what do you want to be remembered for oh wow <laughs> this blue this blue tracksuit <laughs> really though it looks so good <laughs> so photogenic oh my god um that's kind of funny though um actually i was like yeah hello that's obvious what else would it be um what do i want to be remembered actually no i, I honestly want to be remembered for somebody that how do I put this in words though? Um, like if somebody were to say like, oh, like, yeah. So basically like, not like an artist whisperer necessarily, but somebody that really knows how to, I guess this sounds so arrogant to say that. So I don't even want to say it. No, but like, but like, but it's like, what do you truly feel? Are you sure? Yeah. I'm like, are you sure? <laughs> no, okay, I like to be remembered as like a visionary. Yeah, yeah. I can see that with all really? the artists and everything yeah, okay. that you're doing. Okay, because I feel like it sounds so arrogant to say that. Like if somebody's like, what are goals for you? And they say, ah, oh, visionary, it feels like, oh, wow, all right. <laughs> but like truly, that's yeah. like, honestly, like that is like my true goals. Yeah, because I can see that your attention and your like passion, like when you're talking about it, really? it gets so energetic. Oh, yeah. I definitely do. Yeah. Like it means every, like this has always been something that like I like, See, like back to like when I was a kid like I never literally like had that many friends like I mean I did but I didn't want to do anything but this I don't have mm, hobbies I don't like yeah. like I literally do this until I like will pass out like I will yeah. like be up till four being like oh, I have to do keep going keep going like I I want to be a robot because I just love it that much mm -hmm. you know what I mean and like that's kind of back to what I was saying about like the artists that I develop or the ones that and I think the reason why I can be good at it is because I am so passionate and I put everything of me into it. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? I don't yeah. put half of me. Like, if I fucking believe in you and I truly see the vision, I will like, like manifest it all the way. That's why I know that like yeah. you're gonna freaking take over the world. And and so far with Lennon, like everything that we've set out to accomplish we have already like yeah. it's crazy like to th the fact that we're both like okay we're gonna manifest this and that's to me why i, I love to be remembered as a visionary because i feel like from start to finish i already like see it mm -hmm. and that's what it is yeah you know so true this was so much fun thank <laughs> yeah. you so much you're so cute oh. bye guys bye. This is the cutest little idea. Freaking, I'm obsessed with it. <laughs> when they hit me up about it, I was like, yes, because when Lennon did it, I was like, this is oh, so Oh, you saw cute. it before. Yeah, I saw you, it oh. before we were doing yeah. this. Yeah, oh, I didn't That's realize. why when, when they hit me up about this, I was like, of course. I was like, I think it's such a good idea, and I loved it. I watched the whole thing. I knew all about it before. <laughs> yeah, awesome. yeah.